Every year has memorable moments that define that year in history. Athletic achievement, movies and TV shows, video games, and musicians are a few factors that make those moments memorable. What if you were stranded on a desert island and had to pick certain moments from a certain year? What moments would you choose and why? Today on the Going Off Topic podcast, welcome to 1997 Island. Welcome to the Going Off Topic podcast, part of the Anything But Credible Network. I'm your host, Kyle Fauché. Joining me in the studio, a true 90s kid, Dukes from the Anything But Credible podcast. What's going on, man? How you doing? Fauché. What's up, man? I am here for anything 90s related. Yeah. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. 90s. What a decade. We were both 90s kids. I was 91. You were 90, correct? Yeah. Last of a dying breed. Mm, Yeah. So we are both 90s kids. Like we said, we love anything that has to do with the 90s. Today, we have a new kind of off-the-wall topic this week. And a special shout-out to Denny from work. Again, shout-out. Coming through in the clutch with a great, great topic, great idea that we are going to take and run with. The basic premise is this. You're stuck on a desert island, and you get to pick one musician, one athlete, one video game, one movie, and one TV show from a specific year to take on that island. Now, the way that I picture it is, say you're uh, on a boat and that every, sp- every year has a specific island dedicated to that year. So you go to the island, there could be a list or you could just have it uh, pulled up. You pick one person from each category, one thing from each category, and that's what you get while you're on that island for however long you're there. Uh, today, we, I randomly chose 1997. Not sure why. Uh, we were texting back and forth about it and i just thought 97 popped in my head so i figured why not Hmm. it's a year that you know we were kids there's a lot as i was looking back there's a lot of memorable things from this year i think i know why you picked 97 but i'm gonna wait okay i'm gonna wait a lot of memorable things from this year and you know depending on how this episode goes it could definitely be a reoccurring theme for us we could do years from when we're alive or even years from when we were not uh not born that we, I mean, I go back and watch things from all the time and have favorite athletes from the 80s and all those. So it's definitely something that we could uh, run with. But what when I texted you about this episode and brought it up, what were your immediate thoughts uh, on this? Well, you know, looking into it afterwards, I, I realized that 97 was probably a, a pick for you subconsciously maybe okay maybe intentional for from the from the film side i think i know why oh okay but okay. uh the first thing that popped <laughs> in my mind right off the bat with will be the case with anything uh probably about 95 to early 2000s is going to be an amazing it's, it was amazing period for hip-hop right sure so the first thing that yep. popped in my head 97 was wow it's gonna be tough to pick some hip-hop albums because there is there are some really really great ones other than that I didn't really, I think what I, secondly, was was video games. I thought right in my head, I'm like, wow, there's going to be some amazing video games. I already know. But I actually struggled coming up with, without researching, was TV shows. I yeah. really struggled with the TV shows. Yep. Um, you know, at this time, we, we were both six, seven-ish for, at 97. So, you know, TV wasn't a huge part in our life. But, like, even after that, we have still watched a bunch of those shows that ran in the late 90s, especially that covered the span of 97. So... I thought that was interesting. I was really struggling for that. What, what about you? Yeah, I would say that uh, TV was probably the hardest thing to come up with 
Um, now, as har- as far as hardest picking a, a one specific thing, I mean, musician, athlete, video games, and movies. My, I mean, my goodness, this was a great year. So what I did was I wrote down for each category. I wrote down some popular things from that for that category that okay. I figured we could give the people a little background on. Sure. Um, but yeah, I think this is a great topic, and I'm kind of surprised that I've never actually thought of this before. I feel like this is something that you could take anywhere to a bar, to dinner, to whatever, and strike up a conversation with any person and you could run with it uh, multiple times. So that's what uh, we love here at the Going Off Topic podcast is just random questions, thought exercises that I think this one's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, do you want to jump in? Are you ready to go into it? Yeah, man. Uh, let's let's do it. Okay. We're going to touch a little bit of all media. Yeah, too, everything. So let's, yeah. Let's, let's dive into it. Okay. So we're going to start with musician. Some popular musicians uh, from 1997 I've written down. Puff Daddy, Spice Girls, Backstreet Boys, Hanson, Usher, hmm. Notorious B.I.G., Foo Fighters, Blink-182, Sugar Ray, Matchbox 20, Wu-Tang Clan, Missy Elliott, Will Smith, Eminem, and of course, one of my all-time favorite songs came out this year. Uh-oh. Do you have any idea what it is? It's probably J-Lo. It is not J-Lo. Oh. It is Pony from Genuine. Came out oh, no, I, I was, the second guess was going to be Will Smith. Something from Will Smith. So those were some of the... Uh, when I looked it up, you know, did a little research, some of the real popular things in 97. Do you have any other popular things or what, what is your, what comes to mind? I know you said hip hop for yep. 97. Yep. I actually looked it's at huge. this as um, not necessarily an artist thing. I actually looked at it more of an album. Okay. So when we choose, Perfect. when we're going to Island 1997, uh, yeah, sure. I'll take the whole catalog of these artists, but really it was, um, it was the, the albums and I'm actually going to cheat Foshi. I know you said one. But mm. I got okay. two. Okay. I got two. I, I, uh, two that I just are really near and dear to my heart, and to this day, I cannot get enough. I play all the time. I of cannot course. get enough. Okay. Yep. Um, number one should be on any any hip hop heads list for '97. I'm sorry, it, this has to be your number one. It's got to be Wu Tang. It's got to be yeah, Wu Tang forever. Absolutely. To this day, still, it is their most uh, selling album. Yep. It has gone. Check this out, Foshi. Quadruple platinum. <laughs> I didn't know that, that was possible. Thing? Is that a thing? Also, it's a double album, so you're getting a lot of music in that album. You're getting a lot yeah, of guys. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, a lot of guys. And can I tell you something? This is dead serious. I one of my all time favorite rappers of all time. I I love Method Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really yeah. do. So I'll take that all day. The second one though, right behind that, is one of my all time favorites. I also love '90s Common. Common is oh, a big okay. big fan. Um, and one day it'll all make sense. One of my favorite albums from him. That was in '97. Great songs on that. A lot of uh, good, some some good DJ premiere action on there too. I think, and um, yeah, you guys definitely need to check that out. What about you? Yeah, uh, like I have Wu Tang Clan written down. This was a tough choice because, I mean, you have Puff Daddy, you have uh, Biggie before he is ultimately uh, murdered. You have Missy Elliott was huge. Yeah, uh, I actually went away from hip hop, which might surprise you. No, it's not. I went with Foo Fighters. That makes sense for you. Uh, now, the album that came out in 97 was The Color and the Shape. Uh, you know, not their biggest album, but it's got Monkey Wrench. It's got My Hero. It's got Everlong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to the Foo Fighters show when they were in St. Louis, and it was still probably the best concert I've ever been to. It was incredible. Love their music. Uh, Dave Grohl is an absolute god and just seems like legit one of the coolest people on earth. And that is somebody as... In 1997, when he's a still a young guy, 
that I can't even imagine hanging out with, like kicking it on an island for however long I'm there. It would just be incredible. The whole band is awesome. Um, love their music. But yeah, I mean, this one, it was a super tough choice because like I said, you have some of the biggest hip hop of all time in, in around this time. You have Foo Fighters kind of getting in their peak. You have Blink-182 is huge. Uh, Will Smith is a monster. Eminem. So it was yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. I mean, 97, as I looked into it, was a great year for music and it was a tough choice, but Foo Fighters ultimately pulled, uh, was my, was my choice for, for the island. Yeah. It's interesting too, because he turns into be one of like a legit rock guy. Yeah. Legend. Yeah. But at 97, I don't know. I mean, he was a certified mm-hmm. star, Yeah, but I wouldn't say, I don't know if he necessarily turned in and, I, and I'm not a Foo Fighters, you know, yeah. historian here, but you know, I don't think that he necessarily was the legend that he is now but uh still was was high up there i mean i don't know what his peak what foo fighters peak year yeah, would be but would 97 be close i don't know uh i think they would probably because i mean he went from nirvana to foo fighters uh and became the front man of foo fighters uh but i would say their peak is probably it's probably later than 97 just because uh right these are the early have, days yeah right? these are early when yeah, they yeah, first yeah. kind of started out but I mean, ever since I mean '97, like I said, they have "My Hero," they have "Everlong," which is arguably their biggest song, and "Monkey Wrench." Three huge yeah. songs that they still play at concerts today. Yep. So definitely, from here on out, they come on the scene. Dave Grohl announces that you know he's he's probably one of the last rock gods of living right now. And I don't know if there's ever going to be. I mean, I'm sure there will be, but after him, I don't know who we have after him. It's tough gonna carry act. the rock. It's a tough yeah. act to follow. Yep, he's absolutely incredible. Let's move on to athlete. Uh, some popular athletes in 97, they're huge names, you know, MJ, Tiger, Shaq, Mike Tyson, Allen Iverson, Mario Lemieux, Wayne Gretzky, Ken Griffey Jr., Barry Sanders, and Brett Favre. I tried mm-hmm. to get kind of people from all, wow, from all, uh, all sports. And I mean, like, like you said, wow, this was a huge time for athletes as well. Some of the biggest, best athletes in their sport. I mean, look at, you have MJ, Tiger, Tyson, Lemieux, Gretzky. I mean, arguably the biggest athletes in their sports of all time. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those, man, not my pick, but those late those late 90s Penguins teams, those Lemieux yeah. and uh, Yammer, uh, Yager. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Ran hockey. I love that. So, who, uh, is there anybody from that popular list that you're taking, or do you have somebody else that you're going off the board? Yes, yeah, this, this is a hands-down no-brainer okay. for me. It's it's Michael Jordan. Yeah. Although I will say this, I do remember, even though I'm not a golf guy, Tiger is right up there Monster. with him. I just want everyone to know in '97 that this is obviously the second last year that he wins the championship. Five, six, yeah. Mm. So he's going to win another one after this, but he wins this year. Obviously, this is one of the most famous series of them beating Utah. Yep. In the shot. six, I think, with the shot. This is also the flu game year. Flu game. Even non-MJ fans know about the flu game. <laughs> yep. Right. And I also, side note, I just want to, I, I thought this was interesting. The man made in 97. Oh, the money. He made $78 million, $47 million off purely off of endorsements. Yeah. That's very hard to do in, ni- in 97. Yeah. That's, I don't even know if people are doing that. Not, I mean, who LeBron and them are doing that. Yeah. But that, just imagine but how that, much that would be today. Like the inflation numbers. It'd be crazy. Oh God. It'd be insane. Yeah. So yeah, for me, it's no doubt it's, um, uh, to date right now as we're recording the best basketball player in my opinion of, of all time yep hands down but man that list yeah is, is pretty impressive are you going outside of basketball 
Uh, I am. I'm Ooh. going outside of basketball. Okay, my my choice came down between two guys. One basketball, one baseball. It became about, came down between Allen Iverson, who I absolutely love and okay. adore. My God, I love Allen Iverson. Okay. And Ken Griffey Jr. I ultimately went with Griffey because oh, interesting. he was just so damn cool. Yeah. And I think if I'm on an island with Ken Griffey, like, he's going to be down for anything. He's a kid. He's, he's, I don't know when he came in the league, but he was still incredibly young at this time. I think this might have been Iverson's rookie season is 97 or okay. close to it. So they're both super young guys would be a lot of fun to hang out with. But ultimately I went with Griffey just because he's just, I mean, look up any, if you just type in Ken Griffey Jr. on Google, he's always smiling. He's got the hat backwards, just having fun playing the game. And, you know, if we're on an Island, we're whatever we're going to do. We're going to listen to Foo Fighters. We're going to hang out with Foo Fighters. Ken Griffey's going to be right there with us. It's, it would just be an absolute blast. I think the only reason I didn't go with, MJ and Tiger, they were both up there on my list, was because I just don't know how much fun they would be on an island. So that is going to, was going to be my second part of, of, of actually hanging out with them. Yeah. The reason, I don't think MJ is a very nice guy. I yeah. think he would probably yell at me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we would get along great because everything that we would do would be competitive. Sure. Yeah, Everything right. would be turned into a game. You know I love games. Yep. I'm a competitive guy. And then on top of that, he is a notorious gambler, uh, right? Yep. I Sweet also spot. love gambling. Yep. And if you're on an island, you can't gamble with the millions of dollars <laughs> yeah. that you made. Those 78 million don't matter over here. Yeah. So we're gambling on, Coconuts. I don't know, fruit. Yeah. <laughs> and shit. Yeah. I, I, I just, can you imagine, just imagine the feeling of beating Michael Jordan in a, in a game, anything. anything yeah. yeah. <laughs> and just being like, give me all those bananas, bitch. Oh, man, I mean? that yeah, that is a great that's a great call, and uh, I love that you took the gambling take on that because I love gambling as well, and that would be so much. Like you said, just gambling anything with Tiger Woods, you know, or with MJ. Excuse me, you know, you could gamble. When's the next time we're going to see a boat? Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a mul- there's anything you could gamble. Uh, so, video game was the next one that I have written down. This is peak uh, N64, PlayStation One era. Mm-hmm. Um, Popular games I've written down. This was when I looked up this year. It was a monster for when I what I found. So, Goldeneye, Star Fox sixty four, Turok, Tomb Raider two, Crash Bandicoot two, Diddy Kong Racing, the first Grand Theft Auto, and Mario Kart sixty four. Yep. I mean, these are games that we still play to this day on N sixty four. You have people over. And you have an N64, you're popping in Goldeneye, Mario Kart, uh, maybe a little Diddy Kong Racing. You're going to have yourself a, a damn good time with those at a party. Yeah, I mean, is this even a question? Is is this even, I mean... I think I'm going to surprise you with my choice. Okay. Did you go Goldeneye? No. Oh, okay, okay. No, no. Then you might have went the way that I went. I went hands down. I mean, it's got to be Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. It's yeah. got to be... Yeah. I, I, will, I mean, I, I don't know even know if we need to expand upon that. We, like yeah. you just said, we play all the time. We, Me and Michael Jordan would we'd gamble a lot <laughs> there you on, go. On, on that, okay? That's what but I, I want to say. My honorable mention is, is a low-key answer that I don't think a lot of people will probably even respect, but I will say this. I grew up on this, and it's probably the last time that I actually played a computer game, Okay, and that's Age of Empires. Okay. I, I think that started a lot of stuff. Actually, it probably wasn't the beginning of, of that type of game. You know, the whole game of where you're building... Sure. A, a town and you're creating people who are building things and mm-hmm. you're mining trees and fun. gold and all that. Yeah, it's fun. Time. I grew up on that. I really did on the computer, especially that's way back in the day, like before you could even get on it, you know, inter- getting on the internet you c- was a thing, but yeah. you know, 
you weren't going to do it because then you had your phone yeah, down. Di- yeah, dial so up. Yep. You, not, you can't do that. So, yeah, Age of Empires. Uh, do you have, what about, do you have a second you have, uh, have an honorable mention? Yeah, when I first started writing this down, Goldeneye was the first one that came up and I was like, oh, it's Goldeneye, hands down. But oh, wow. Uh, Mario Kart 64 was my ultimate choice. I mean, I could just imagine me and Dave Grohl and Ken Griffey Jr. sitting on a beach playing some some Mario Kart. Yeah. Uh, Can I throw a hot take out there real please. quick? Please. Goldeneye? Meh. Yeah, nah, I mean, yeah, it's not as good. Listen, I know it's legendary. I do get that. Of I, I give it the yeah, legendary status. Define kids. But if you go backwards and play that now, I'm sorry. I just don't. Yeah, it's not as fun. It doesn't come anywhere close to the feeling of getting people to play Mario Kart. Of course, yeah. I, and I think maybe with the Mario Kart versus Goldeneye debate, I think there's just probably better game, like better shooter games that you could play. Um, I, I really don't. I mean, I'm, of course, there's better like racing games, but there's not really one well, that I'm like, oh, let's put it in this game and play. I'd much rather put in like Mario Kart 64 and play with a bunch of people than like, uh, I don't, Grand, I don't know, Gran Turismo or something. Yeah, I know, and I get that too, but I feel like it's probably just because of more the trend setting status than anything. Could be. Like, you know, the first person thing. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I'm, I, I'm sure Kart. there will be a lot of people that All day. that will come back with the GoldenEye. But yeah, I don't think Mario Kart comes close to GoldenEye. Hold but up, I got to look up real quick. When did Smash Bros uh, start? I don't know. If that was Smash 97, that, it, it, that's it's around over. that time for sure. But I mean, I was amazed with how much? How many games? Star Fox sixty four was oh, the, a great. The lineup game. is amazing. I mean, I I looked on. I went through. You can go through a lot of lists. Even the low key, but play like you know the early PlayStation all yeah. that stuff. Like a bunch of stuff that I, I couldn't even think of. Remember? And was, uh, yeah. Oh man, I remember playing that game. You yeah. Know? Yeah. The the video games was um was a, was a big thing for me. I'm trying to figure out um N sixty four Smash Bros. Release date was ninety nine. Wow, is no, that a couple right? Years later. Wow, I don't think that. Oh, that's N sixty. Well, yeah, N sixty four would have been it, right? Yeah, but damn, I don't know. That doesn't seem right. But that's crazy. Uh, either anyway. So Smash. a couple years later. So if we do in nineteen ninety nine, we already had the video game choice picked out for you. I'll tell you right now, I love video games. I like playing all different kinds of video games. But it's a no uh, quick hit. Here's another hot take. Top three of all time, Smash Bros. Possibly, wow. That's like for me. That's like almost LeBron MJ conversation. Uh-oh. I mean, it is up there. And I don't even honestly. I'm not even really N64 one's cool, or whatever. But I, I go hard for the GameCube. You're going dude. GameCube, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That that's a hot take that we I'm may have to come you. back to later on. Get me on some Smash talk. So I haven't played the new one yet. Well, am me I neither. I would, I'm yeah. afraid I would. I'm <laughs> afraid just... I'm going to become addicted. Seriously, like <laughs> legit addicted. All right. So back to the 97 Island. Next, I have movie. Uh, popular movies that came out in 97. Titanic. This is a big year for movies too. Titanic, uh, Jurassic Park, Lost World, Men in Black, Liar Liar, Goodwill Hunting, Hercules, Boogie Nights, Face Off, Con Air. My God, see, well, it's, a, it's those, a big year. Those, oh, come on, <laughs> what else you got those for ninety seven? Those last two movies—that that's not why you picked this year. That is one hundred percent why you picked ninety seven. Those last two—it's a good chance. Face Off and Con Air. Yeah. As soon as I saw that movie lineup, I was <laughs> uh, this guy. He thought that he was playing. Man. That, I, know I literally exactly what he was. I literally put into. it. I was looking up movies in ninety seven, and I was just like, scrolling through Google, and those two showed up, and I was like, my God, what a year! What a great <laughs> year because both of those movies. I don't give a damn what anybody says out there. Come at me with your hot takes on Face Off and Con Air. They are both absolute classics. They are classics. Okay, so 
are you picking from the list or are you kind of going off the grid? I'm not, man. Going off the grid. Yeah, I'm going off the grid. Okay. Because I, I do love those movies, but I just mm. feel like I, I actually talk about them too much. Sure. So I'm, I'm the films, I'm going low key. Low key. Yeah. All right. Ones that mean a lot to me. All right. What yeah. do you got? Uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Mm. That is an actually terrible movie. <laughs> it's not great. If you were to watch it right now, you'll you'll not love it. Sure. But I can't help it. It's yeah, just yeah. one. You know when you watch those movies where just you know they're bad, but you just can't help but liking it? Yep. It's one, that's one of those for me. Yeah. The other thing, too, is, I mean, Men in Black literally changed. So good. I mean, it changed a lot of things. Yeah. It could change the game for a lot of stuff. But I'm not going, especially because your boy Will, yep. Big Willie style, that yep, was, I mean, ooh, height he, of his powers. He he killed, I mean, what what just what an all-around great fucking movie. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> it is. But my other low-key that I'm going with is something that I was raised on. It came up in the trivia the last time that we were okay. together. Yep. Uh, through my dad, thanks to my dad, I've seen this movie probably 10,000 times, and that is Starship Troopers. Ah, uh, okay. I remember being not... I remember watching this movie thinking, this is a crazy-ass movie, right? Because it is wild. But then years later, getting older and, and looking back, it like... I don't want to say it changed the game, but the special effects sure. was uh, definitely a thing for Starship Troopers. And if you've never seen the original Starship Troopers, I highly suggest it. You also get some some de- young, amazing Denise Richards action, which yeah. is which is always a plus. Okay. Yep. Yep. But man, that movie, I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, it's like eight hours long. <laughs> but it's a good time, man. A lot of but lot of aliens. Yeah. A lot of sci-fi action. And I'm not really that big of a sci-fi guy, but it's definitely in my old like nostalgia list for sure. sure. Who else uh, besides Denise Richards? Who else is in that movie? Do you know off the top of your head? Oh man, uh, what's the main? I if I was. I think I got a confused. Uh, the main with guy's else. name is uh, I always forget his name. Uh, the main dude is Casper Van Dien. Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. Yeah. Okay. Neil Patrick Harris is in it. Wow, really? Yeah, I don't know. Amy Smart's in it for me. It's really not that movie in a long Lance time. Brown. Uh, the bad dude is uh, well, not the bad dude, but the the guy that always plays kind of bad guy. Sure. Uh, Michael Ironside. I don't know if you know him, but sure, you know him if you saw him, his yeah. face. Yeah. Like I said, this is not a movie that's gonna. I mean, I don't know. I, pro- I don't know. It might have won some awards, but I wouldn't have put it up for yeah. awards. But it's just one of those things where if that movie's on, I mean, that's that's the it's a it's a rewatchable for me. Every yeah. time it's on, I I have to watch it. Of course, that's what, one I need to see. I haven't seen that movie in a really long time. Actually, my choice it's it's an easy one. Um, I was you know when I first started writing down, I was going Men in Black. Uh, that's like we we've said it's classic. Liar Liar is absolutely hilarious to this yeah, day. Love that movie. Good Will Hunting is a great movie. Classic. But none of them touch Con Air. Well, you don't want to. He, uh, you're right, and I knew you were going to pick that. That's another reason why I didn't want to do it. <laughs> but you know, if you're on an island and you want to watch a movie a couple times, you don't really want to. I don't care who you are. You don't really want to watch Goodwill. Yeah, no. Ten times. No, you're going to bash your head into mm-hmm. a tree, man. Yep. It's like that's okay. the thing with it's Con not Air. Those... You get that action. Yeah. You get that terrible Nick Cage accent, and we know you just you get the flow, the unintentional you get comedy, the flow. The hair flow, man. So that's what I've written down. I have Nick Cage, John Malkovich, Ving Rhames, Dave Chappelle, Steve Buscemi, and John Cusack. It, does, yeah. it might not get any better than that. They land a goddamn plane on the Vegas Strip. Don't care that they just killed thousands and thousands of people. They just get off the plane and all everything's all good. My, I, yeah, God, that movie. Like I said, it's up there probably for my favorite all-time movies. Just the Nick Cage flow, the Nick Cage uh, accent. 
just goes in and out throughout the whole movie. You never realize how badly you need a voiceover of Nick Cage reading a postcard yeah. to his daughter. Yep. Casey. Bad accent. Casey. <laughs> until you hear it. And then you're like, my God, I need this so, every day. Like I said, it's just, it's so good. And it was a tough choice to that face off because I absolutely love face off. I know you too. love face off. John Travolta and Nick Cage. Another just classic. I mean, just the, uh, the premise of that movie of taking <laughs> the face off of someone else and putting it. I, there's so many questions on, on how people don't recognize who they are, but nothing comes close to Con Air. It, it it would take a lot. I mean, like I said, Con Air is one of my all-time favorite movies. I could talk about it for hours. Yeah. I absolutely I, love it. If it's ever on TV, I'm watching it. If it's, I don't have anything going on. I own it on DVD. I'll just put it on a DVD and do something. Yeah. Like, it's just. Dude, that's how I kind of am with those Mortal Kombat movies. These are so yeah. stupid, but I love them. And um, I just want it to, to be known that if I was to bet the house, I mean, everything, all of my possessions on that pick, I would have. One, it would have been the easiest bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, if we were if we were putting like gambling odds, it would have been like I don't even a minus. It, there's no there's no number that can go. It wouldn't on what have I was been choosing. It yeah. would not have been posted. <laughs> the no odds would not have money. been posted. Oh god! Now I might have to go home and watch it tonight. <laughs> uh, so moving on to TV show, our last category. This was kind of like we said in the intro. This was kind of an interesting uh, choice. There wasn't a whole lot that I found that I was really interested in. But some of the popular shows that I found that were either premiered in 97 or shows that were really popular in 97 that yeah. were still running. I tried my hardest to stick to shows that premiered. Yeah. So the list that I have, I have uh, King of the Hill, Crocodile Hunter, Angry Beavers, a lot of like kids shows because you know we were kids during that time. Angry Beavers, Recess, South Park, Seinfeld, ER, Friends, Home Improvement, Simpsons, Hey Arnold, and Rugrats. Now those last couple... Um, I want to say I think South Park maybe South, premiered in '97. It did. It did start. So I think from like South Park to Rugrats, those are all shows that premiered right around that time. So it's an interesting list. Like I said, I, I went with a lot of kids shows because they're shows that I still like watching today. I was a little upset when Rocket Power wasn't on this list because mm-hmm. I love that show. Yep. Would have loved to put it on there. Mm-hmm. But what are you taking, picking to go uh, as your last choice on the island? Well, you know, I, I like I said in the beginning, I kind of struggled with this one, at least the most out of the other categories. The first thing that I, I thinking back to 97, a lot of my picks were nostalgia related. And that nostalgia relation to me is coming home every day. And my dad, you know, at, 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 being a young child still, the, the TV was very much my dad's control. So mm-hmm. at that time, it was he was watching Xena, the Warrior Princess. I don't know if okay. you ever watched that. I don't know why he loved that <laughs> dumbass show. He also loves Walker, Texas Ranger. Oh, which yeah. Is, uh, I mean, who doesn't love Chuck, yep. Chucky Norris, you know? But those weren't shows that started. Oh, and X-Files. Uh, everyday X-Files, for sure. Those yeah. weren't shows that started in 97. Sure. So I started wanting to focus on that. And I came across the ones that you noted, especially South Park. Even though I'm not a South Park fan, necessarily, yeah, it's just so iconic and mm-hmm. it's still on. That, yeah, you know, that'd be good to have on an island, right? Absolutely, yeah. But I think I settled, Foshi. Okay. And I realized, looking through my list... And I had to stop. I couldn't go any further. It, 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 I was sold. I'm very interested in your answer here. Now, I'm a ride or die for this show. Okay. I will watch it currently. I will watch old, years old, even going all the way back to 97 because it's still on today. Uh, I, I have been made yep. fun of. I've been scorned and ridiculed for this. We've talked this about love. this. <laughs> I still, to this day, you know, one of the previous episodes we've had on is asking why Shark Tank or could Shark Tank be 
possibly considered one of the best shows of all time. I would argue that if we ever do that again, I would like this show to be in the raffle for that. Sure. And that is, uh, simply put, the Antiques Roadshow. Okay. There's nothing better <laughs> than watching old people get super excited <laughs> when they find out some old thing that they found in their house is worth $10 billion. <laughs> It relates to every single person. Yeah. Every person has junk that every time, at least at some point, every person has said, it, how funny would it be if this thing's worth a, a million dollars? You know, Whether that be a painting, uh, a, a, a stone that your great-grandma gave you, <laughs> uh, some, a really a super ugly lamp. You know, It's always the really dumb, ugly stuff that turns out to be worth, you know, like I said, a, a billion dollars or something. Yep. And I can't ever get enough of what really, really kills me are these people that are just experts on the dumbest <laughs> most specific shit yeah. like you you go you bring your 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 artwork whatever it is and then you know you're you're going and, and maybe you're bringing like a you're talking you're going to talk to a, a a book holder expert yeah you know yeah. or or, or a, a cigarette uh holder <laughs> expert you know like the most so bizarre ridiculous things but these guys these and girls know everything about it so even just listening to these stupid like Oh, I think I might have one of those things in my attic. I thought it was, uh, you know, an ashtray. It turns out to be some medieval thousands of uh, dollars. Yeah, cup, bottom of a cup that the king pissed on one time. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. just the craziest stuff. And then it's it's blossomed and bloomed into this thing now to where they go to these cities and they put it out like a yearly schedule. And then to get in there, like when they came to St. Louis last time, you had to enter a raffle. There are so oh many God. people now that they literally select names out of a raffle like it's the damn masters you yeah. know you can't just get a ticket you got to get selected or if you want to spend like a thousand you know i'm sure that you they do buy it in yeah yeah so you know in the early days they show all these people that are like working the phones they're, oh they're calling all these i don't care who you are and this is what i know my last thing that my mas, last thing that i'm gonna hit on before i send it over to you Foshi is it's one of those things we've talked about before that's like my bigfoot theory it's it's silly it's dumb it's weird Sometimes boring, but secretly, deep down, nobody really hates it. It's timeless. You know what I mean? It's, it's, yeah, it's timeless. No, nobody hates it. It's yeah. a simple idea, and you can talk a, shit, a lot of shit on it, but if there's nothing else on TV and you turn it on, I bet you're going to watch a little bit. And even when people talk shit and they watch somebody actually, they watch that thing that turns out to be worth $80,000, every time, those all those people that say talk shit on it, every time you'll hear them say, what? Yep. No, I... I I know I got something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's the thing. Everyone has those things and that show is guaranteed to spurn conversation like Shark Tank. It's yep. guaranteed to get people going. And uh, it's, yeah, it's just such an interesting concept and it's kind of interesting. You know, you think about, I would say that that show has spurned, I mean, a bunch of like, not remakes, but shows. I mean, when you think of like American Pickers, when you think of uh, Pawn Stars, like those shows, they're kind of similar to that. And I feel like those shows have followed the uh, that kind of model. Well, it's this whole thing of up. this whole thing of you know what they call like air quotes picking or junk. Yeah, you know, it's this idea of you have all this possible junk that you might think might not be. Let us tell you if it is, and then all these other things spawn from that. Like you said, of well, now I want to look for those things because people think that they have this junk, but it's really not junk. It's it, it's they're great historic items. So yeah, it's definitely in the same avenue for sure. And to think that it started in 97 is crazy. Still on today. That makes it going on 23 seasons. One of the longest running shows out there. 
but nobody talks about it. That's the yeah, thing. It's it, a low yeah, key. It's you know, it's on PBS. I get it. You know, and you never turn on PBS. PBS isn't usually part of your normal TV packages or you you know your, your select set of shows that you're watching. But definitely deserves the underrated title for sure. Yeah, absolutely. What, what are you working with? Over so there? I went with a show that was popular um, at the time. I actually went with Animaniacs. Wow. I was wondering why you were wearing that shirt. It's a, I'm that just is joking. interesting. I'm I actually it. wearing I the shirt right now. I didn't even think about it. But it's just, it was so funny as a kid. And then now, uh, Ellen and I actually like watched it. Like it was on Netflix, I think. And we watched it from beginning to end. And my God, there were so many things in that show. As adults, it's like, wow, we probably shouldn't have been watching that as was kids. Was it really funny? It's hysterical. <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious. There are moments uh, of just things that adults like, that you're like, wow, I can't believe we, I actually watched this as a kid. I had no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> There's so many like memorable moments that you like when we watched it, we were like, oh, I remember that. Like uh, the state song, he sings the states, mm-hmm. he goes with his little clicker, he does everything. Yeah. Uh, and it spurned so many shows. You know, you got Pinky in the Brain, you got. Uh, Love that. And it, it, was, it was a cool show because it had the Animaniacs as, as the set characters, but there were also episodes where you'd be watching and they would go to. Pinky in the Brain, or they would go to the uh, the pigeons, the three pigeons that always argue back and forth, or it would go to the little girl and the dog, where the little girl's always in trouble and the dog comes and saves her. So it was just a show like with multiple different sets that worked so well together. And like I said, if you haven't rewatched it since you were a kid, I highly recommend going back and watching it because it's hysterical, some of the stuff that they talk about. Yeah. Steven Spielberg was a huge part of it, which was I had no idea until we rewatched it. Um, and it's, I just feel like it's one of those shows that doesn't get the credit, the credit that it really deserves because it's so funny. It's really like witty, the things they talk about, the things they spin off. It's just like, it's like I said, it's funny, but it's, it's just the way they spin things. It's like, it really makes you think it's like, oh man, that, that was like a really good angle to look at. That's what I remember. I I would be interested to rewatch that again, but I do from what I remember because I I also I, I grew up on that one too. I, I, my parents were huge on that, and it makes sense for the some of the adult humor yeah. why they like oh, it's it so great. Much. But I do remember it being very creative, like mm-hmm. way more yeah. creative than your average children show. And that's the same thing with Pink in the Brain. I was also really yep. raised on that, and I thought that I always that was like always the lasting image was just being more creative. And I was actually it's funny that you say that because I was talking about this the other night, actually last night or two nights ago or something. And it came to my head immediately when we were talking about the video games because uh, we were talking about back in the early days of computers and before the internet, you know, dial up and all sure. that shit. And I remember one of my very first video games I've ever played was on my computer and it was the Animaniacs computer game. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't remember a lot of stuff, but I always remember that remember one. That. So, yeah, it's very interesting. I, that's, a good, that's a solid pick. Very yeah, solid. Pick. I definitely, like I said, I definitely recommend. Did that start in 97? No, I think it started in 93 and I think it only went through like 98. I mean, if I could only take like the a season that ran in '97 and watch that, I mean, I would take it because it's just it's so funny. Love it. So many spinoffs, and I think it honestly set. Um, I don't know like how like all the shows that came after it, all the cartoons, but I think it definitely set up and made it not okay, but made it like uh, more acceptable for adult humor. Like Angry Beavers, we've watched recently. Yep. And it's like, man, some of the stuff they were talking about in there was super like <laughs> kind of racy and like super like uh, adult humor. But just those shows, you know, there were so many good shows in the 90s, so many good shows. Um, I mean, Hey Arnold was great. Uh, 
Recess was a real good show when we were kids. Always used to watch that. But Animaniacs was uh, was my choice to take with me to the island. Uh, so my island, 1997 island, looks like this. For musician, I have Foo Fighters. Athlete, I have Ken Griffey Jr. Video game, Mario Kart 64. Movie, Con Air. TV show, Animaniacs. I think that's a, a hell of a good time. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it is. It's a good... Like I said, hanging out with Griffey and uh, the Foo Fighters, whether they're playing music or we're just all playing Mario Kart 64. One thing, God, I would love to watch Con Air with Dave Grohl. That's got to be just amazing. <laughs> that's just, that thought just crossed my mind. I'm just sitting on a beach watching Con Air over and over again with him. I but, feel like Nick Cage kind of looks like Dave yeah, Grohl in that kind movie. Of long hair, the flow. Uh, kind of. So what is... Uh, Run, run through one more time what you got from for the island. Yeah, so in, on Island 1997, I'll be chilling with my, my guy MJ. We'll be mm. gambling heavily over nonstop games of Mario Kart also. Yeah. In the off time of Mario Kart, we'll be watching a whole lot of Antiques Roadshow because yeah, it's nice. just legendary. Rewatchable. Status. Yeah, even though... Uh, you know, maybe me, maybe me and MJ could gamble on what the <laughs> final true. amount's going to be. Perfect. You know, yeah. over and under, maybe. Yeah, there you he go. Loves this is perfect. Um, and for movies, uh, well, that was tough because I, I named a few, but um, I don't know. E- either way, it was Starship Troopers, we we could go with that. Yeah, I, I love that movie. And uh, what am I missing here, Foshi? Uh, uh, oh, Wu Tang. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be listening. Yep. Uh, we're going to have live performances from from Wu Tang. <laughs> Which is, I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, specifically, we are going to um, highlight Method Man. Legendary. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, both of those, both of our islands sound like a great time. Legendary uh, hangouts. The Man, the gambling aspect of your island, I absolutely love. Listen, even if we didn't, ha- like, erase all of those other things, the music, the movies, yeah. the TV shows, <laughs> you get somebody on an island that'll gamble it's endless possibilities around you got it what i mean what uh yeah. gotta do something yeah exactly yeah that would pass the time exact you know what i mean it'd be great you just yeah. had a constant running i don't know debt i guess or, yeah. or tab or however you want to put it i don't know it doesn't sound doesn't sound at least being for being trapped on an island i guess <laughs> yeah it sounds, it sounds pretty good <laughs> not the worst ever so yeah 97 what a what a wild year man yeah so there's our choices for 1997 Island. What would you take with you if you were uh, had to choose that island? Let us know on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we're on all the social media platforms. And uh, shoot us an email, goingofftopicpod at gmail.com. Let us know what year we should do next. Uh, this is going to be a, an ongoing thing. Um, we're always looking for you know advice, topics. Let us know if you have anything you're interested in us talking about. Wherever you're listening to us, make sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating and review. It definitely helps us out. And uh, check out anythingbecredible.com. You can get all the previous episodes. You can get all the blog posts. We got I got a lot coming out for the blog. Uh, got a lot written, a lot of drafts, just waiting on. Got to get them read and everything edited. So keep an eye out for that. Also, you can get all of the Anything But Credible podcasts as well. Shout out to Visitor Beats for the intro and outro groove. And as always, keep it off topic.